following is a very important message. Ares! What are you doing out here on the curb all by your lonesome? I'm just waiting to be picked up by the trash collectors. I've had it with you and your friend's tomfoolery. The city dump sounds like a dream vacation. Tom's not out here, he's inside. <laughs> Enjoying the Christmas party like everyone else. Christmas was over two weeks ago. It's 2020 now. I wish it were 20. We might get some snow. It's more like 45. You aren't even going to acknowledge what I'm saying, are you? Uh, sure, I'll carry you back inside. We might be able to catch a few rounds of ghost <laughs> stories. I fucking hate you. A stranger has come. Oh, oh, oh. Leave. Leave before it is too late. Christmas is all about good friends and great stories. Bruh, if I had a rubber hose, I would beat you into some. Oh, gosh, shh, 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 shut up! Our good friend Lee is about to tell a story. <laughs> the figure in the recliner. My mother, to whom I was very close, passed away in 1964 when I was 17 years old. I left home that year and moved to Ontario from Nova Scotia. In 1969, I met a girl whom I will call Karen, and we got married in March of 1970. In December of 1971, we were expecting our first child. We were living in a small one-and-a-half bedroom bungalow. There was a fireplace in the living room. My wife and I loved the fireplace, and we had it on every night. It was Christmas Eve 1971. We had just finished putting the gifts under the Christmas tree, and a nice fire gave off a beautiful glow. One string of lights on the Christmas tree, which had supposed to flash, had stopped several days before. It was five minutes before midnight. The fireplace suddenly just went out. The string of lights started flashing. The other lights stopped flashing. My wife and I were sitting on the floor, and it had become very chilly in the room. I looked over to my lazy boy recliner, and there was a figure sitting there. My mother, with a big beautiful smile on her face. My wife, who had never met my mother, said she saw the same thing. This ghost never spoke, but just kept looking at my wife and I, smiling. At 12 midnight, 
the fireplace started up again. The lights stopped flashing, and the other lights started flashing. I look over to my chair, and the ghost was gone. No matter what I did to those lights, they never came on again. That was spooky and spine-tingling, <laughs> wasn't it, Iris? IDK, wasn't listening. I'm trying to find that five roast beef sandwiches commercial on TV, seeing how we can just make up whatever the hell year it is now. What, Mom? The chicks is for the Jess? Good grief. Don't worry, now it's so easy. We can more in 10 minutes. I can't even toast. Just the potatoes in the seasoning, keep it in a bag, and put it in the... They're not coming? We can't eat the chicks? All right! It's so easy and so good. Are you easily offended? Because if you are, you should probably stop listening. Are you interested in the bizarre and unusual? Are you fascinated by the grisly sides of life? Are you the one that people call weirdo? Well then, you should get hip to Strange Brew Podcast, a podcast with a bunch of crazy Canucks. Tune in every week with Strange Brew's host, Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. And Billy Kirby, along with many different guests. As we drink booze and we discuss anything strange and paranormal, from serial killers to aliens and all of the above. So crack those beers. And toss on those tinfoil hats because because it's it's about about to get strange. So I just uh, read, read this card here. Uh, uh-huh. These are the required points to express in your ad. Feel free to paraphrase and speak from your own experience. If you, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast, oh, how about that, <laughs> with a no minimum li- listenership. <laughs> it's uh, everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and a m- mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. There read your stupid card can i can i pull my pants up now <laughs> it was christmas time of 1995 or 96 at my aunt's house on reservation in north dakota some of my family was in the living room watching television the kids were playing in the rooms or sleeping and my uncle aunt and i were sitting at the table putting a puzzle together My cousin, who worked at a casino, would come home around midnight or 1 a.m. This night, as she pulled up and was walking toward the house, she looked in the window and saw me sitting at the table, my uncle sitting across from me, and someone standing to the left of me and someone standing in the corner. So she continued to walk in the house, thinking nothing of it. As we were sitting there talking, she looked at me and asked who was standing next to me a few minutes ago and who was in the corner. I told her no one. She said, yeah, there was someone standing next to you. 
It looked like your mom, and she was playing with your hair. I have long hair, which I, I used to wear down all the time. She said this person was running her hand on my hair, like a mother does to a child. It kind of freaked me out, being I was probably only 12 or 13 at the time. My cousin swears up and down that someone was standing over me, rubbing my head and watching me put the puzzle together with my aunt and uncle, and that there was another person standing behind this person. We got around to thinking it was probably her mom she saw, that she passed away on her birthday a week before Christmas back in 1992. In my family, we consider our aunts and uncles to be just like our moms and dads. After thinking that it could have been her, it didn't scare me so much. However, we couldn't figure out who the person was standing in the corner. And always around Christmas time, something strange always happens. And we just think it's her visiting us. Okay, children, gather around. It is time once again for my traditional annual reading of A Night Before Christmas. Nothing of what you say is true. Iris, I hope you get coal. Jerk. Jingle! Twas the night before Yuletide and all through the hole. Not a creature was stirring, not even a toe. Aldebaran hung at the right place at nine. In the hopes great Cthulhu would come out this time. The fungi from Yugoth, all snug in their caves, were plotting to turn all the people to slaves. The deep ones in Verlier, the ghouls in their graves, were dancing and singing and acting depraved. When what to my wandering eyes should appear, but a moldering sleigh and eight corpse-like reindeer, with a horrible driver so leprous and reeking, I knew right away that my fear was unspeaking. The reindeer were gross as they flew up from hell, and it hoarsely whispered and chanted a spell. Eashub Nigurath, Cthulhu Flakon, Nyarlathotep, I summon you on, as decomposed flesh before the charnel stints rise, and meet up with the open air polluting the sky. Up to the housetop, the horror it rose, and the gangrenous odors assailed my nose. And then in a slopping noise heard on the roof, the lumbering clomping of octopoid hoofs. As I drew in my head and was turning around, the horror lurched into my room with a bound. Its eyes, how they pulsate, so bulbous and gory, this blasphemous creature so noxious and hoary. I was frozen by fear. My feet wouldn't run. I threw up my cookies. This wasn't much fun. It whispered my name and said, You come with I. I tried to refuse, and it said, Then you die. It came at my throat with its grim claws extended, but a miracle saved its victim intended. I had three elder signs in a slot in the floor. It screamed with a fiendish sound and went out the door. It sprang to its sleigh and its team gave a surge, and away they all flew to the sound of a dirge. I heard it exclaim as it flew out of sight. You're lucky this time, for the stars weren't right. The end!
What the hell? Something's landed on the roof. Satan. Aries, it's Santa. <laughs> Wait a minute. That isn't Santa. It's a band of some sort. That's our musical guest, ladies and gentlemen, Lost in Static.
annual Christmas special. <laughs> the Figure in the Recliner by Arthur H. Read by Lee Eretz of the Beyond Terrestrial Podcast on the Fourth Hand Network. <laughs> the Returned Relative by V. Page. Read by Michael Cole of Penny Haven Podcast on YouTube. <laughs> on the Fourth Hand Network, A Lovecraft Christmas by Paul M. Lemieux. And a special shout out to Tom Cat and Kirby's Strange Brew Podcast on the Fourth Hand Network. <laughs> Musical guest, Lost in Stack, with their special version of All I Want for Christmas is You. Hey, did you hear the commercials? Do the things. <laughs> Oh, we have merchandise now available on Tee Public. Go to teepublic.com and look for Happy Horror Coffee Break. We're still on Teespring if you want to make those donations to the Tuber Sclerosis Alliance. Just go on there, buy a t-shirt or socks or hoodies. <laughs> and every penny you spend that doesn't go to Teespring will go to the Tuber Sclerosis Alliance. Visit them at tsalliance.org. Hey, you need coffee. <laughs> you need it! Go to deathwishcoffee.com. Place your order. They'll deliver it to you. <laughs> and if you put in the code Happy Horror, you get 10% off that first order. Too late to order for Christmas, though. No shit. Oh, and if all your stockings are hung by the chimney with care, you can bet your butt that next season, Boris Orlock will be there. <laughs> No, I won't. I won't be in your socks. I'll be in your ear holes with season five. <laughs> Other than that, my silly sugar plum fairies, enjoy your merry scary Christmas coffee break. I put a whole bag of jelly beans up my ass. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.